Live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. This is WMVP WSAG HD2 Chicago. Now, back to more. Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A good Karma Brands radio station. Well, you go back to that third down call, Adam. Yeah. Right? Running it right into the middle of the line of scrimmage. He's taking the ball out of your quarterback's hands. Like that's, hands. that's the guy. That annoyed me, too. That was before the block field goal. You're at the 23. You're in field goal range. Running the ball on third down means you're probably going to go for it on fourth. They didn't go for it on fourth. I don't like some of the play calling. I don't like the conservative nature all the time. And it doesn't matter when you're 3-9 and nine or 3-10, and 10, I guess. I mean, maybe it does. You say this is exactly the time it should annoy you because you're 3-9. Well, and nine. Either like, way. Let's be a little aggressive. I hope this is the kind of stuff that doesn't come back to haunt the Bears when they are good. If they can fix this and get good in the next couple of years. Eberflus is way too conservative sometimes in the decision making. Way too I, I want I want a place called that are going to be successful. I got plays called that are aggressive. That's what I like. I Me like too. it offensively and defensively. I'd rather die being aggressive Me too. than being conservative. Any day. And yes. I don't think he's like that. And that I, I don't like that type of coaching in the NFL. I don't think it succeeds in the NFL. Uh, I just don't think it does. Playing scared, playing conservative in a league where you've got to score points and you've got to be bold and you've got to be aggressive, it's not going to work. It's not 1965. I don't like the... I do not like the mindset one bit. And my fear is... If in a couple of years this does work and they're ten and three, nonsense like that's gonna. Then we're really gonna be hot. That'll de- that'll it. derail you. You know, it, it's not. It, 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 get with it. Get with the program. Score points. Don't settle for three. Score points. And they don't have a great team. I understand it, but your quarterback is a dynamic weapon right now, and you were pretty smart in the way you used him. He rushed. He had the fewest amount of rushes all season yesterday, Yerk. Yep. Probably not a coincidence, right, coming off of an injury. But you still have this incredible, dynamic athlete that is giving teams fits on third down. You know how good the Bears have actually been on third down the last six weeks? They've been incredible. They've been brutal at stopping teams. We told you they can't protect their passer. They're worse than adjusted sack rate on offense. They don't get, uh, on offense, they don't get to the opposing passer. They've got the least number of sacks in the league, and in the metrics – if you go away just from the counting stats, they're fourth worst in adjusted sack rate on defense. Those aren't good. That's not a good combination to ever win games. Do you know what they're allowing teams to convert during this six-game losing streak on third down? 53%. That's too much. 53%. Too much. You ever on a defense that went six straight weeks, you were letting the opposition convert at 53%? No. Can you imagine what Greg Blosh would have been saying to you guys? Oh, he would have been he'd gone crazy. I mean, come on. It would have been either uh, Ray Rhodes or it would have been... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Which one? Fred, uh, Fred, uh, not uh, Freddy. Uh, Fritzy. Fritzy. Fritzy Shermer. Fritz Shermer. Yeah, Fritzy would be going crazy. Of course yeah. it would be. So I get it. They're a little short in a lot of areas. But my God, like, I don't can't imagine the, the number. We should go back and track it because this is not the first time we've talked about it. Where We've all scratched our heads like, well, wait, you're in field goal range. Why are you running it on third down? If you're, if you're running it on third down, you're probably then going to go for it on fourth down. And maybe that was their plan that they, like Yurko said, they lined up with four wides. No tight end. They had a five-man protection. They had four wide receivers. And maybe their idea was, hey, we're going to catch him here napping, thinking we're in a pass play. And at the very least, Montgomery's going to pick up four yards, and then we'll go for it on fourth and one. Well, Tevin Jenkins whiffed on a block. Yes. And guess what happened? The play got blown up. Execution. And so maybe that would be the coach's counter to my rant today. They like 
say, pipe down, uh, young man, you this, don't know what you're yeah, talking this is about. This what we were looking and for. this is what we were looking to do. And if Tevin Jenkins doesn't whiff on a block, we're all right. We're probably all right, but he did. And so player execution matters. I understand it. But it's been way too many times this year where they're in field goal range and we've all asked the same question, like, why are you running it on third down if you're not going to go for it? You're in field goal range. If you're taking the three, take a shot. Throw the ball to the end zone. Do something. Anything. Take a shot for crying out loud. So it is very frustrating. Make something happen. Three one two three three two three seven seven. I mean, you lost anyway. It's like, you don't do something because you think you might lose. I, I, yeah, you know, do something aggressive. Make it happen. So, I don't know, those are a few of the, the frustrating moments from the game for me yesterday in that second half. Scored just three measly points. Not a good look. But Justin Fields, I thought, for the most part, played very, very well. Yurko diagrammed that first interception. It's hard to totally blame the quarterback on that. That's the throw to make. That's the decision we want him That's to make. That's what you want. Your receiver yeah. kind of held you out, uh, hung you out to dry there, yeah. plain and simple. He's a lot of stuttering instead of being able to plant and drive back. You've got to drive back. And catch the football. That's what you got to so, do. Uh, you know, that I, we don't think that that one particularly should be hung on fields. I really thought he played well. Let's go to, uh, hey, Fat Mike's on the line. Mikey with Carmen and York on ESPN 1000. Hey, buddy. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Okay, bud. Turn that Happy radio down. Make sure that radio's all the way down. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy Thank birthday. You. Appreciate it. So the one thing I wanted to say is this. I may, be, I may sound crazy, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this. I know we're going into this offseason with a lot of picks. We know we know what we have going on. And we know that we have a lot of money going into this offseason. Am I crazy to draft the necessities and spend the money on the proven offensive linemen that are available in this year's free agent class? I want to ask you guys that question first and foremost. No, I don't think it's crazy. I mean, first of all, great free agent offensive linemen rarely They, they don't come become available. available. Look, the, the Bears were interested in Brian Allen last year. We talked about him. He's a local kid. L.A. resigned him. Right, LA, the center. The center, yeah. The center, uh, yeah. Now, Armstead changed teams. I mean, I guess it does happen, but if there's someone out there that pulls, this is his specialty too, right? This should yeah. be his specialty. If he's sold on someone that becomes available with all the money they have, yeah, the Bears will be an interesting destination probably for any lineman that looks at the situation with Justin and all the money the Bears have to spend. I don't I think it's don't crazy. See, I don't want to. I don't want to see the Bears go out and draft an unproven NFL offensive lineman that that that, that knows they can play the game, that knows that they know they can play the offensive line in the NFL. I think that's your biggest glaring hole right now is to protect Justin Fields. Yes, do you guys agree? Um, I mean that, and their their inability to get to the passer is, I mean, it's staggering. Uh, well, listen, I mean, the protection yesterday was good. We're not going Mikey, in thanks. with the five linemen you have this year. You're not going into the next season with those five no linemen. No way. Okay, but the protection was pretty good for him yesterday. Are they a weakness? The wide receiver skill is 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 grotesque. It is the the lack of skill at the wide receiver position is grotesque, and the lack of pass rush here right. is grotesque. There, there are a bunch of areas I mean, that are grotesque, but the offensive line is not the. The, the the most glaring weakness on this team. Your defensive line not being able to get to the quarterback and your wide receiver skill is terrible. It's terrible. Totally agree. Their inability to really generate any sort of pass rush is... Here's what you don't need. It's staggering. You don't need a tight end. Yeah, Komet's had a good year. You're fine at the tight end position. Okay, that's what okay, you're so at. you're fine there. Up, yeah. You're fine at running back, regardless of what they decide to do with Montgomery. 
Yurko and I aren't big on the go throw money at Josh Jacobs. I know they have a lot of it. Yeah. But I think you're fine in that room, I'll be honest. Wide receiver is a huge need. You need a left tackle, probably. Braxton Jones might be. Maybe maybe he's your right tackle. They're going to tweak that O-line. There's no doubt. You need a better center. I think Tevin Jenkins can play. He didn't have his best game yesterday. Leatherwood, who knows? He got 10 snaps yesterday. One time, again, it was before the, the third down play that I didn't like. The first down play... I, th- I don't know if they were trying to set up a screen or if he just ended up checking down to Montgomery, but Fields had no time. But Leatherwood completely whiffed. Yeah. You know, got beat like a drum on the outside. and So he yeah, only had 10 snaps. To, I mean, it's tough to... Tough to bring a guy in cold off the bench and just say, perform. I know, you're right. I know. But I think that they're going to look to make some major tweaks to that. But there are a lot of holes in a lot of areas that they need to improve. Brandon's in Fort Campbell on ESPN 1000. Hey, Brandon. Hey there, guys. I... You guys hit the nail right on the head a while back when you're talking about the defensive line. Like that, that was didn't matter who you're playing. You give them all that time to throw the football, we're gonna get smoked. Yeah. But um, my I guess my question is, what guidance, if any, do you guys have? I know there's a defensive lineman in the room too. Yes, there is. Um, and it's not what me. What guidance can you guys give these defensive linemen to help them put some quarterbacks in the dirt, man? Uh, well, I'll let, all right, Brandon, thanks. You're well, what, to... what advice do you have on guys that don't have the ability to get to the quarterback? And, you know, first of all, you got to work corners. You know, you've got to stunt. If you can't get there by overpowering the guy in front of you with either strength and or skill, then you've got to you've got to stunt it up a little bit. You know, you got to run some twists in the middle. You got to cause a little bit of confusion. If you're only going to bring four guys, that's it. That's what. That's your. That's it. They've tried to dial more pressure on third downs in these last few yeah. games. It's still not getting home. York. They yeah. couldn't get it home yesterday at all. They didn't touch him. Zero quarterback hits. He was very comfortable, and then he shuffled around a little bit when he's he needed at, to to buy himself some more time. He's good yeah. at that, isn't he? He's really good at that. Listen, no you've, got, you've got a group here that couldn't do it yesterday. Hopefully they'll be able to do it next week. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, two Nobody's going to yeah, do it weeks. next week. Two weeks. We well, I'll tell you. We know what you meant. That bye comes at the perfect time for the good kid. Why is that? I need a little bit of rest from the postgame show. <laughs> I, I, I need you didn't a week. Hear? You're doing I need a, a week. Sunday show. Oh, you didn't no. know that? Oh, no. You're reacting to the other games. Absolutely no? not. Are you sure? Absolutely not. You need a little break from this 3-10 and ten football team here? Oh, yeah. There are brighter days ahead, though. I'm, I'm, I, I feel that. I do. I think Fields is. I think he's going to get there, man. I You're do. the I, one. You're feeling. I it. I don't know. You feel it. You told me that you you know those throws are going to come. You told me that last week. And yeah, guess what? Yesterday they started to come. You believe that? I think you believe it, don't you? Do you believe in him or not? Really? You told me last week. Are you changing your tune? Who am I believing in? Fields. No, I believe in him. Oh, yeah, okay, the quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the defensive line. No. I'm like, no. Justin Fields, yeah. <laughs> He's already gone. Brazil's on. No, they're up one nothing. Brazil. About. <laughs> no, I told you I believed in Fields. Yes, I told you the saying. best like, thing he did yesterday was the throw. That's what, that's what yeah. I was confused for a second. I was specifically no, talking I'm about Fields, you. and you looked at yeah. me like I was crazy. No. I was like, looking I, at the uh, penalty. I know what you're looking penalty at. You're has watching been Brazil and South Korea. Understand that, like, I know what he's the, watching. The penalty has been awarded. During the winter time, during football season. Yeah, this has been bad. I mean, like, this is the... Yurko's expertise waking up earlier for games. He's I was down attention. here at 845 this morning. Because he had to watch Croatia. Are I, they get, is Brazil about to go up 2-0? Yeah. Yeah. They, score this yeah. Yeah. they scored this penalty kick, yes. Boy, in the first 12 minutes. Yeah, this one's over early. This one's getting ugly. Everybody You should have seen the goal celebration after the first one. Was it amazing, Chris? 
song like five minutes yeah. just dancing. I like, like how they, they, they're not, they don't care about the, the game itself. They've added that to stoppage time now. They said the celebrations, right? Yeah. Yurko, uh, by the way, go to our, our timelines. Uh, go to Abdallah, at Adam Abdallah. I think we all retweeted it, we too. We retweeted it. Abdallah put a funny video of us watching the end of the Croatia-Japan uh, shootout. Yeah. yeah, penalty okay. kicks. And, and Yurko's Croatia side is through into the quarters. I think they will have to play Brazil, right? If Brazil oh, wins this they're going to play Brazil. Oh, boy. I told you. <laughs> oh, boy. Somebody's got to be the sacrificial lamb. Brazil's just good, huh? Well, they've got a lot of skill everywhere. I do want to ask you a few questions before the show's over about what happened Saturday morning, York. Ooh, uh, the hesitation. Look at Neymar with that. Oh, jeez. Made that look That's just I mean, mean. The, go- the, goal, that, the goalie didn't even know what to do. That's yeah. just mean. Yeah. Dance time now. Yeah, now now it's time for we it's, got the samba. The best is Yurko's gone. The I samba? knew he was gone. He boom, was looking boom, at me like, boom. what? Yeah. He didn't know what I was talking about. That's it. The Brazil game's on. It's 2 nothing. He saw that they were lining up for a PK. And uh, Brazil has the early lead and will probably run away with this one. More of your Bears calls are coming up. Let us know what you think about the game yesterday, Fields' development, where this team's going. Nowhere fast this year, we get that. But are brighter days ahead? With Fields, they might be. 312-332 ESPN. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. On fourth down, Rogers steps up, end zone, wants it, he's got it again. He is absolutely on fire, his seventh touchdown in the last four games, and the Packers are right back in it. It's not the first time that's happened this year. It's Watson on the end around, he can fly, and he can fly to the end zone, touchdown Green Bay. Adam Amin on Fox yesterday, Yurko, eight touchdowns in the last four weeks. Christian Watson was drafted where he was drafted because he's a freak physically. I mean, the kid is big, he's strong, he's twitchy, he's fast as hell for a guy his size. I mean, he runs like a gazelle. You see him run away from guys in the open field. The question was the hands, right? How polished of a receiver, hadn't played in a while because of COVID, right? Um, You know, you think about that first play. I think it was the first Packers play from scrimmage this year in Minnesota. Right in his hand, 75-yard touchdown. He dropped it. It was like, oh, well, see, there you go. That's why everybody was scared and some of the knocks on him. And there were some issues with his hands early in the season. But I think Aaron Rodgers is getting more trust in him. And uh, I know this sounds pretty simple, York, but if he can hold on to the ball as a receiver that's important, forget about it. Christian Watson's going to be a terror in this division because he's just a freak. There's not, it's not, he's not going to be an easy guy to guard, especially if he I, becomes more powerful. I have a feeling he's only going to become better, too. You might be right. Only going to become better. Like, really, really good. And now eight touchdowns in the second half here of his rookie season in the last four games. Incredible. I mean, he's just such a physical freak. Bears lose. Uh, they lose that, that, they, they lose that damn number 12 again. That, that, that ayahuasca loving. Yeah. Oh, my God. Touchdown throwing. Touchdown throwing. Yeah. Pat McAfee loving. I like yeah. Pat McAfee too. What is it now? Twenty four uh, and five. It's now. I think that's right, York. I think it's twenty four and five. Almost eighty percent of his games with sixty four touchdowns and ten interceptions. Yeah, it's just stupid stuff. Let's go to Dan in Arlington Heights on ESPN one thousand on the Bears Monday. What's up, Dan? How you doing, Colin? Your call. Good, man. Doing good. You know, I listened to your uh, your commentary on the field's top two plays. And I thought the third one was his throw, and I believe was Harry when a guy he was looking right down the barrel of a gun that somebody somebody's come right, right. at him free yep. and hit him right in the midsection, and he completed the pass. 
that showed me that okay, he's he's getting there now. Yeah, because that... he didn't even flinch. He threw the ball. He whipped the ball and he threw it down there. It was a great, great throw. Was that the one to Harry or St. Brown? That might, I think that was the St. Brown one where he took that shot. No, it was one of the two, but I think yeah. it was Harry. Yeah, was it okay? I think it was Harry. No, you're yeah. right, Dan. I mean, he's just standing in the face, staring in the face of pressure, knowing he can make the play and just make My it. My guy, Ann Keel, gave me one play and then was out of the game. I know. What yeah. the heck? You're... I landed on my back. You've got shoulder pads on, don't you? I don't know, York. I don't know. They, they really need to upgrade that room badly, right? I mean, badly. And like you said, it Claypool, you're going to give the benefit of the doubt for a little while. He gets an off season in their system, but yeah. 28 yards, you know, and a fumble. And I get it. That was it. I was shocked his knee wasn't blown out. Yeah, but man, he got twisted up. He got twisted up pretty tangled good. up in blue. Yeah, let's go to I go to Rudy and Cherville. Rudy, Rudy. Hi guys. Um, two quick questions. Um, one: Will the Giants? Uh, Washington ties screw things up even more for the playoffs. Yeah. And York, we got the Ram- we got the Rams at home. We go to Miami. I know you like the hot and cold aspect. Then we got Minnesota and Detroit at home. We make the playoffs. Rusey, Rusey's a Green Bay fan, so he thinks it's, it's tough. Yeah, you got to win it, out. Yeah, it's tough though. I, Going to Miami after Miami played so poorly. Yeah. Right. Well, they do that in I think two weeks. Right, three, but it's yeah. a buy. You got to buy. Then they got the first game, the Rams. They come back to play the Rams. Then they get Miami. There you go. In Miami. In Miami. And that's a tough one. I don't like that one Mm-mm. for the for the Packers if they're going down there and it's an eighty degree day and they're all must wins. Right. That's right. going to be point, tough. Yeah. yeah, and it's it, it is must wins. I'll tell you this much. So everybody, take a deep breath here. The Giants are o two and one within the division. They play the Eagles next week. They've got Washington, the Commanders. They got the Vikings. They got the Colts. They got the Eagles again. New York Giants are, yeah, they're teetering on the brink of being kind of like they'll be lucky to get to nine wins. I don't think the Giants are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Do you? Nine, you know, nine. What seven and one? Maybe they're they're going to be working to get to nine. I don't. know. I mean, they're the sixth seed, but if you had to bet right now, would you say the Giants make the playoffs or miss? You have I, to. Bet I it. think they miss. I would also bet that they miss. Could I be very wrong miss. about that. We'll see. I just don't know that they're that good. And I, I would bet that they miss, and their schedule is very difficult. What does uh, DVOA have for their remaining schedule? Hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm just checking. They've got them as the 11th hardest defense. I'm sorry, the 11th hardest schedule left. You know who's got the toughest schedule left, Yurko? It's probably not going to surprise you. Who's that? The Bears. Yeah. Bears have the toughest remaining schedule. they got to play the Vikings. The Eagles, Detroit. the Bills, and Detroit might be fighting for a playoff spot, yeah. and you've got to play Detroit at home. So, uh, toughest schedules, according to DVOA, through Week 13. One matchup left still here tonight, obviously. Bears, Bengals, Washington, Jets, Miami. Those are your five toughest. And four of those teams are obviously playoff contenders and playoff teams right now. How about the Bengals? We should talk about that game in a little bit, too, as we go around the NFL, Okay. Joe freaking Burrow, dude. <sighs> Come on, man. Steve's in India on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. Happy birthday. Thank you. Hey, anyway, um, yeah, while I was on hold here, I was, I was thinking about your St. Brown comments and stuff. And it, I thought it was funny because last night I, I thought that he had – I've seen better breaks on a sled than what he did. <laughs> it took him like five yards to slow down. And it I thought terrible. a parachute – where was the parachute, Yurt? Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway um, 
you know, we're currently sitting second for the draft. Uh, that's our guaranteed slot right now. And something really was eerie about the game plan yesterday that I thought, you know, I think they want that second pick. And, and that kind of goes into the reason that I called is to fix that defensive line. So if we go out and get uh, Deron Payne via free agency, that's yeah. going to cost us about 18. Um, then we take our first round pick and we trade it to the Colts who are desperate for a quarterback, we get their first and third plus DeForest Buckner. Ooh, all right, now you're talking. I don't, know, I don't, you know, love all, I don't know if all this is happening, Steve, but now you're Teron Payne and DeForest Buckner, I'll take. Sign me up for that. Yeah, the, the money lines up and the point value per trade lines up the way we currently sit versus where the Colts are. You know, that, that crazy point value system where they have the one is worth – 3,000 and the 14 sure. is worth 1,200 or whatever it is. Sure, sure. It, it all adds up and we did the math on it and it, it'll work. And uh, it gets Eberfus back with one of his guys. Steve, thanks. Uh, get him back with the Forrest Buckner. I don't know all the specifics, too, of what the Buckner's, uh, uh, the Forrest Buckner's contract, excuse me, even looks like and why Indy would be in any sort of hurry potentially to get rid of him or not. But, uh, yeah, it would get Eberfus back with one of his guys. Look, they, they need drastic improvements across that D-line. Drastic. I mean, it's like, and like Yerk said, maybe yeah. even more than their O line. Like yeah. their O line needs help. They're going to tweak things. Their defensive line is so bad, you guys. I mean, it just is. Yeah, it's so bad, and it has been all year. It wasn't even particularly good when Quinn was here. He maybe had about a game and a half where he kind of showed out and popped a little bit, but you know, certainly without him and some of the injuries and things like that, it is just they just do not have a difference maker. They don't have no. anything close to a difference maker on the defensive line. And that's a problem. No, they're bad. You know, when you can't get to the passer, it's it's a it's what allows teams to stay on the field Maybe. on third down. They got a couple of depth guys that could provide depth if they're good on special teams. I mean, that's it. Yeah, like that's some it. depth guys, but you don't have a legitimate starter in that bunch. No, you absolutely do not. Uh, Tony's in South Bend on ESPN one thousand. Hey, Tony. Hey guys, uh, I was wondering, um, is Justin Fields making Luke Getty better? Because tell me why in the second half, those two drives, he let them down there. And like third and five and third and four, they just ran the ball. And Mark Schleris says something. And I was wondering, the last game when Trevor Simeon, uh, the wide receivers, their routes were more more QB friendly, like uh, 10 and in, slants, drag routes. And then all of a sudden this week, Jeff Field, all of his wide receivers are like 15 yards doing 20 yards post routes. Like, and then you see Aaron Rodgers making his gains by just dumping and diving, you know, with the with the running backs. So is it is it just Justin Fields making Luke Getzey that much better? Because Luke Getzey hasn't proved anything, like nothing at all. One week everybody's complaining everything's too short, everything's to the perimeter, everything's long. not out. You're not stretching the field. Now you're stretching the field too much. I, yeah, I don't mind him stretching the field. Oh, good Lord, Brazil. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I can't complain with what I saw. Listen, next year's going to be totally different. I'm just worried about the development of the quarterback right now. Me That's too. it. That's it. It's going to be different personnel, different people, 26 new guys on this team. Hopefully you're, you're building from, uh, you know, you're pushing the bottom 26 off and you're moving other guys down. That's what needs to happen for this team to be better. Um, I happened to glance up at the TV and yeah. just got a glimpse of what Brazil did. To was make it clinical? It, oh, my 
So South Korea has been uh, on the offensive end for probably the last 10 minutes trying to get their first goal down two. And Brazil takes it into their end offensively, immediately score a third goal. Like like no effort whatsoever. It was like three little ticky-tocky passes. That was it. It was tic-tac-toe back in the net. By the way, I'm having major deja vu right now. I always like saying, I announce that. I don't know if you guys do that whenever it happens to you. I like announcing it to everybody. Do you guys? I like saying it's a glitch in the yeah. matrix. I am having major deja And I mean, like, it just hit me. What triggered I'm like, it? wait a minute. Like, me reacting to this and Chris coming on and being like, okay, guys, this is what happened. And, and <laughs> it, like, major this has happened. This is glitch in the matrix. We've done this before. So what happens next? I don't know, but this is like freaking me out right now. I, it just totally hit me. I'm like, so oh my god, back to like an Italy Deja game or something. Vu. Oh, it's so freaky. What is that? I don't know. But this was a beautiful goal. It really was. It was absolutely gorgeous. It makes me think. Mm, I think that's what the U.S. needs. We yeah. might need some of that, you guys. Richarlson. Brazilians? Yeah. We well, need some the Brazilians. You got Richarlson. You've got Rafinha. <laughs> they they steal a few Brazilians? They need Neymar. some Brazilians, yeah. I think we need to go have some, some you know, some I, parents have some babies on an uh, American base in Brazil. I was just going to say. Carm, you some don't. Some of us need to go have some Brazilian babies and then give them the opportunity to have dual citizenship and maybe get lucky enough to you decide to play You should see the guys. That, we need some of that. Carm, the guys that aren't playing. You should see some of the guys that aren't even in the starting That's lineup been right the now. The thing is that if Brazil oh. fielded two teams, they'd be better than anybody else. Would they thing? meet each other in the final? Oh, my God. That was incredible. I do want to ask Yurko and the guys a few questions about uh, the U.S. The run is over. I, it was a fun couple of weeks, I will admit. Uh, what went wrong Saturday? I want them to talk about it. we got to go around the NFL a little, including the Burrow-Mahomes matchup, which was, uh, I think, a joy for big stretches yesterday. And Joe Burrow's just so friggin' good. It's incredible. So we'll go around the league a little bit more. We'll continue to take your Bears calls on a Bears Monday, 312-332-3776. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. We're on Twitch. You can watch us there. Brought to you all this week by DraftKings. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. See what we're up to. See them on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Don't forget to send us your holiday dad fails. We did this back in the summer with Omaha Steaks for Father's Day. Now we're doing it for the holidays. Remind everybody to uh, shop omahasteaks.com for great gifts for the the cook, the food lover, and your family this holiday season. You can get a $30 Radio bonus offer right now by going to omahasteaks.com. It'll take 30 bucks your whole offer when you use ESPN at checkout. Minimum order required. But we also have these $200 Omaha Steaks prize packs to give away, and we'll do it via holiday fails. So send us your fails. Do it on Twitter. Just give us a quick story. If you got any pictures or anything like that, we'll pick the best ones. Have some fun with those. And uh, 10 winners ultimately will get a $200 Omaha Steaks prize pack. You cannot beat that. Make sure when you send us these on Twitter that you use the hashtag CJHolidayFail so we know how to find them and how to sort them. Hashtag CJHolidayFail. Do not forget that very important aspect. We're also going to talk about our players of the weekend here in a little bit. U.S. lost Saturday morning. Pulisic had a golden chance early couldn't connect, and then the U.S. basically was in chase mode for the rest of the game. They had some chances. They tried to create a little bit, but, boy, anytime they needed to play well defensively. But it's now 4 nothing Brazil, by the way. The onslaught is. I mean, they're not even at halftime. 
Uh, anytime uh, the U.S. had to be buttoned up defensively on counters and things like that, it didn't seem like they were. And every one of the, the Dutch goals was a pretty easy, like, hey, this is no problem for a world-class player to go ahead and finish with no resistance. Just defenders not where they were supposed to be, right? You're young, right? young. Young. What you have. You've got a young team. That's what you have. The Second United youngest States, in the tournament. Right. And uh, fielded some of the youngest starting lineups. You know, overall second youngest team, but feeling the youngest lineups in in the World Cup. Yeah. And, you know, they had two ties and they had a victory against Iran. Two ties and a victory against Iran. They get through. They get through, and now you're going to play a European squad. A class you know, yeah, European Yeah, you're going to play a European squad. Yeah. You played England and tied. England didn't care whether they got a tie or not. Yeah. So when it comes to having a, a, a result in the in the knockout stages, uh, that's where it really becomes challenging. And yeah, they had chances and they had opportunities, but um, with this experience, you'll get some growth and you'll get some knowledge and you'll be able to take a look. I mean, it's not pretty. A lot of these games aren't pretty. You know, it's a bounce here or a bounce there. Then the ability, when the opportunity's there to go ahead and put one in the net, that's when you've got to be able to capitalize. In the United States, just they don't capitalize when it's right. time to capitalize. They don't have a good, uh, uh, like, they don't have that incredible world-class striker, I guess. Or they're, look, maybe it's Gio Reyna in four years. I don't know. Maybe it's Aronson. But with Aronson, Reyna, Pulisic, Pulisic um, Dest, with how young they are, and, like, those guys all playing. Robinson, Adams. Ro- yeah. Aronson. Aronson, I mentioned, yep. Uh, all, all those guys. Like, yeah. And a lot of those guys play, as you've pointed out, big-time club soccer in Europe. Four years when they're all in their mid twenties at and, home, and the tournament's That's the difference here too. Yeah, it's like is there home. a chance we make a little noise in four? Forty eight teams next year, next time. Forty eight teams wow, coming, expanding, huh? They expanded. I yes. didn't know that. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Italy, the, uh, the group round is also, I believe, going to be three teams per group. Really? Well, what is it now? Isn't it three? Right? No, it's four. Oh, it's four. Right it's four. Now. That's right. Because they're yeah, yeah. expanding, You're so doing... I think there'll be more groups than then right. move Got on it. to three, the next three person. There'll yeah. be three team groups. Three team groups. Yeah. If Italy doesn't make it in a 48-country field, something's wrong, boys. Uh, well, you already know Mexico's now. in. You, you already know Canada's in. You know the United States are in because the home they're continent? hosting. Yeah. The home, oh, because oh, oh, it's on All the All three continent. are hosting, ah, yes. Ah, ah, ah. So those are three locks no matter what. Those are three out of the 48. Ah. You've got 45 positions. Well, there. they should be able to make it. How many countries in Europe? Oh, boy. Uh, if I had to ballpark that, I would say there are... 53. Is there that many? I would not have said that many. 53 countries. This is breaking, breaking news. news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Is it a hot stove baseball, gentlemen? It is. All right, first of all, Verlander signed earlier today with the Mets for, are you ready, $86 million. He's like 40. Incredible. Two years. For two years. What's this deal? Sorry, Cubs fans, you will not be signing Trey Turner. He is signing with the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, my God, the Phillies. For? I mean, every year. How much? I don't know yet. Passon just has the the deal. He doesn't have, like, the deal. Trey Turner going to the Phillies. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Castellanos, Real Muto, Boehm. It's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, Schwarber. Schwarber. What about Schwarber? They get better. It's a good lineup. Yep. Wow. The rich get richer, boys. Philly spend. What are the Cubs and the White Sox doing? Nah. Nah. Although I don't think the Cubs were ever realistic for Trey Turner. Maybe Dansby Swanson, right? Is that still out there? Is that still a possibility? I, we'll I guess it's a possibility. Like. Yeah. You see where DeGrom signed over the weekend? Uh, DeGrom left. Yes, he did. New Texas, York. Went to the Rangers. Here. To the Rangers. For right. 185 
over five years. Over five years? Yes. Buck 85 over five for Jacob DeGrom. What are the Cubs and the White Sox doing, York? Again, remind me. What are they doing? Oh, Cubs and the White Sox, yeah, they're nothing. 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 But they want you there. Oh, yeah, they do. They want you there. Ricketts they, has a whole yeah. winter wonderland he's oh, making money yeah. on. Supposedly the Trey Turner deal is worth 11 years, $300 million with a full no-trade clause. Wow. It's a big contract for a 30-year-old player. He's going to be 41. 41. He'll limping around, playing shortstop. Yeah. That'll be DHing at that point. He'll be doing something yeah. at that point. Wow. So Trey Turner, the first of the big shortstops to go, right, guys? And now we wait for the other three. Uh, Big, big news. Jesse is out there. We'll talk to Jesse later in the week, actually. We're not going to do it today. Eh. No, yes, we will. Eh. Especially if the Cubs do something. I have to apologize. Africa is 54. There you go. Asia, 48. Europe, 44. I would have guessed like 30-something in Europe. So close. North America, 23. There you go. And Australia, Oceania, 14. It matters because you're talking about how many more qualifying positions would it be for Soccer per like area per area per area. Gotcha. South America, I think only has twelve or thirteen. No, I think thirteen. 13 they had four teams right. in. They had four teams in. Well, they're good at soccer down there. Yeah. Yeah. They had Ecuador. They had Uruguay. They had Argentina. They got Brazil. Right. Anybody else we're missing? Mm. I don't think so. No. I think, I don't think uh, no. Missing. I think just those four. They're, yeah. they're good. They, they're good at soccer. A lot of the, Europe's good at soccer, like you said. The Netherlands are good. They've never. Everybody says they're the best country in the world that probably have never won this thing, right? And I yeah. don't think they're going to win it this year. They're not that good. But. No. They play good soccer. It was a fun ride for the U.S. I hope they're even better in four years. The team that's the favorite is the one you're watching. Uh, yeah. Destroy South Korea for they're, nothing They're, they're right taking now. the heart and soul out of yeah. South Korea. Do you want to talk about our players of the weekend real quick? Brought to you by the Pride Stores. Uh, visit the Pride Stores I today. Do 15 want, Chicago I, I locations do. and counting. I do want to talk about it. Who, who would you go with? Is it a soccer player? No. I, I'm going to go. You know, Cleveland found a way to win a game this weekend. Do you know that Cleveland uh, won and didn't score an offensive touchdown? Yes. Yes. So I'm so, giving props to their defense and their punt return game. That's my player of the week. So the score of the Browns-Texans game, you ready for this, was 27-14. to 14. Yeah. There was one offensive touchdown, and it came like in the last couple of minutes of the game. Four field goals, a safety, a punt return touchdown, an interception return touchdown, and a fumble return touchdown. Yeah. Unreal. Thank God uh, we didn't have to watch too much of that game. I give it to Cleveland. All right, Cleveland. Yeah, That's a shocker defense. to me. Abdallah, who do you got from the weekend? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give it to uh, Max Duggan. While well, even in a loss, they still made the college football playoff. That was the most exciting game of the weekend. The fan, it was my, great. my Alabama fandom wanted Alabama to make it. I know they probably didn't deserve to make it. TCU is probably the right choice. Yeah, I think TCU is the right choice. Yeah. You, you lost the game by a field goal in overtime. Yeah, to a pretty damn good K State team, and you had one. I think it is the right choice. It's not like they got blown out. And he balled out those last like. Two drives and then overtime. Like he was, he was amazing. Great. He was amazing. I feel uh, I feel for Black today. Uh, as a, a, he's a he's a Trojans fan. He knows what it's like in the Pac-12. What do we always joke? They eat their young. They just can't help themselves. They can't. And it didn't help Chris that Caleb Williams got dinged up in the first half. Yeah. I also don't know that it's the total story of the game though, because as you correctly predicted on Friday, the problem with these matchups a lot of times is that Utah knows how to punch teams in the mouth. Now they mm-hmm. haven't done it all all that well this year like they normally do. But guess what? In the second half. On both lines, they punched USC in the mouth, and I don't think USC had a very good response. Yeah, my, my pick would be Utah for the, the players of the weekend. Kyle Winningham, in, uh, in their last six matchups against USC, they're 4-2, uh, Utah is. And in all four wins, they've scored over 40 points. Wow. And they just bully they USC. That's it. And, uh, yeah, so I, I would say go give it to the Utes. I mean, what a, what a game on Friday night. And I also still hold to the idea that if you didn't play on championship weekend, you do not get 
into the playoff. Mm. I mean, the fact that Ohio State's sitting at home after getting blown out at home against Michigan, you get into the playoff, I, there's got to be a better way to figure out the four teams because that's lame. The 2017 Alabama Crimson Tide would like a well, word. No, you didn't. Won, you didn't participate they won either. The champion. Well, they didn't participate that weekend, and they won the championship. I'm just after saying they were it, let in. I, no one wants to do it, but I mean, Clemson won a conference, and they look good doing it. They did. On I Saturday had questions night. about Clemson too, but they look good doing it. You're uh, right about that. I don't know. Not for me. So Utah is my. We'll pick. have to spend a little more time on this later this week. But Black's hot about it. I like it. It'll get a little feisty. Oh, it's garbage. I mean, ah. you're, you're sick. You're not. You have nothing to play for this weekend. Yet you get into the playoffs. They backed Give me a in. break. They that is in so lame. Because USC lost. That's it. As simple as that. Uh, two lost Clemson. No, no, he's well. He's saying Ohio. Uh, no, he said Clemson. You got an well, I'm saying play. if you have he's to find the fourth team, at least right. they were playing for a championship, and they this won again, and they won. Yeah. Although North Carolina hadn't played a ranked opponent all year until Clemson, I don't know. How, I mean, I don't think North North Carolina is nearly as good as people think either. All right, I'll go. Um, I think I'll go with Joe Burrow. He's three and zero against Mahomes, Yerk, and he did it again. He was awesome yesterday. He's the new Joe Cool. When we were kids, Joe Cool was Joe Montana. And maybe it's blasphemous for me to even suggest that. But he's so cool and good and calm and precise. And they're scary, man. They got an all-world defensive coordinator who is as good as anybody at making adjustments. And they got an offense with teeth everywhere, especially now that Jamar uh, Chase is back. And they didn't even have Joe Mixon back yet. I mean, just very, very impressive. I'll go... With Joe Burrow for outdueling and outlasting Patrick Mahomes for a third time. Now 3-0 against the Chiefs with eight touchdown passes. Very impressive. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Crosstalk coming up with Waddle and Sylvie in 10 minutes. Talk a lot of football today, uh, the way we have, obviously. Touch on the college football playoff. Got breaking baseball news happening now that they're at the winter meetings. And already a couple of huge signings. DeGrom over the weekend. Verlander today, two years, 86 mil. Year. 86 mil from the Mets yeah. as they repair the Can't wait the Cubs start participating. Yeah, and then Trey Turner, uh, as you heard the breaking news a little while ago, according to Jeff Passan and now others. Trey Turner is ending up in Philadelphia as they look to make another run to the World Series. Oh, it was so great to cash that bet. What do you like right now? Cincinnati, the Bengals at 12 to 1? Get the Bengals at 12 to 1 for the Super Bowl, York. What do you think? If we're looking at like a longer play right now. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. What else do you have? Here, let me try to get that. Throw something else at me. All right, hold on. You can get Burrow at 8-1 to one for MVP. I, that's a long shot. Look, Mahomes is going to, especially after Tua's performance yesterday, I think Mahomes is going to win it. Hurts right. is the second choice now. Mahomes is minus money. He's minus 135. Hurts is plus 175. Burrow's 8-1. to one. Allen is 10-1. to one. Tua's dropped down to 12-1. to one. Um, The favorite is still, uh, I think Buffalo is the favorite right now. KC is up there. I just like I, the, the Bengals at at a twelve to one give or take is sort of interesting. I mean, so much for their hangover. Yeah, they started zero and two, but they have righted the ship. Yurko, they're so good, and he's just so good. Uh, here, NFL futures. Hold on, Yurko. Let me see. I'm going to rip a few off for you. Okay, 
Yeah, Bills at plus 375, then it's the Chiefs, then the Eagles. Now, when you get above 5-1, to one, you got Dallas at plus 650. I don't know that I love Dallas. Well, I mean, not at plus 650, I don't. I'd I like don't Cincinnati at 12-1 to one better. I'm with you. I don't like the Niners anymore. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy. Not going to happen, right? Niners are right. still 11-1. to one. Yeah. That ain't happening. Bengals 12-1. to one. Vikings are 12-1. to one. I don't like the Vikings as much as I like the Bengals. What's Miami? 16-1. Uh, to one. They got tackle issues now. I mean, they're signing Eric Fisher. They they're got desperate. problems. Yeah, they got problems. They lost the right tackle, and Teron Armstead's got a peck injury. I don't know how long that's going to be. He didn't play yesterday. That's a problem. That's a problem. And they're signing Eric Fisher off the scrap heap. Uh, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. What's going on? 20 to 1. Lamar, I mean, Lamar hurt his knee. Which one played? Tyler Huntley came in, and they signed Brett Huntley to the practice squad. Oh, boy. How confusing is that going to be if they run into yeah. an issue on Sunday? That's a dilemma. Oh, my God. You had no faith in the Titans, right? No. We never have. We nope. never will. I bet them this weekend and lost my ass on them, but no. Chargers the find minute, a way to lose again. The minute Traylon Burks went out, yeah. that, that game was over. Traylon Burks made an unbelievable catch. He got blown up. I don't know how he made the catch. And he got blown up, got knocked out with a concussion, and they were, they were toast. Chargers find a way to lose again? Yes, that's what they do. Yep. They're like the Bears. With an all-world quarterback, they find ways to lose. So Philly's up there. Dallas is up there. Minnesota, you don't believe in, and neither do I. No. The NFC South is just one big hot piece of garbage. Yes, it is. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Frisco or Seattle. Maybe I don't make know. a bet on the Bengals. Yeah. What's, what's Seattle? Um, and I don't I believe in them either. Yes. I don't believe in them, but I'm just asking. Our team would have been Frisco if Jimmy G was still there. 50 to 1. 50 to 1. Yeah, Jimmy G. It would have been Jimmy G. Yeah. Can't do it. Let's talk about some of the holiday fails. Every day for the next two weeks, you can win a $200 Omaha Steaks gift card. $200 Omaha Steaks gift pack, I should say. Just by joining the holiday fail contest. The dad fails, the holiday fails. Hashtag on Twitter. You've got to send these to us. On Twitter, hashtag CJ Holiday Fail. Yeah, we're talking like you're up, putting a wreath up on the house and the thing. And the ladder sways over and goes backwards and... it could be cooking. It could be a lighting yeah. catastrophe. The tree, you burn down the tree. It could be yeah. anything. Gifts. Absolutely. What if you uh, pulled a home alone situation? You leave your kid at home when fail. you go on vacation. That's a fail. That's 100%. Right. <laughs> Did fail. we get any like that, Adam? Where kids, so uh, kids got left at home? So <laughs> we're doing this uh, for the next two weeks. So if you're listening to this on the podcast or listen to this later, you can tweet them to us at any time between now and next Friday. Right, December uh, 9th. Use, yeah, use the hashtag CJHolidayFail. So we've got a couple of them today. Uh, ben Knight, uh, one year the pan of with the turkey was supposed to be carved on was resting on an open flame on the stove i went to pick up the 20 pound plus pound turkey his fingers and everything went crashing oh, to the floor man so somebody put it on the range and the burner yeah, was on and then he, was still oh on. my god that's a good one that is a good that's one. that's the spirit of the contest here that we're looking wow. for too. Uh, matthew tucker's blaming his wife said that she cooked a turkey with packaged innards still inside oh. forgot to take them out <laughs> god. No. and then rock you guys are familiar with the theragun are you familiar with what a theragun is Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, you see it on the sidelines I if you're not one. familiar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Robert one. Bunting said that a family member uh, bought a another vibrating apparatus. Yeah, it wasn't a thinking Theragun. Thinking that it was a oh, Theragun. Come on, dude. And gave that as a present come thinking on. it was a Theragun. I mean, come on. You're, come on. What do you was, think? Was it the white elephant type situation? No, somebody no. like Secret literally Santa. made a mistake. Yeah. That's got to be it, doesn't it? I feel like that's your winner. I think that's today's winner. Giving a, a vibrator away as a gift <laughs> to like a family depends member? Depends what it looked like, you know? Well, they thought it was a Theragun. What do you guys think? That'd be my vote. That's a fail. Christmas yeah. morning, you yeah. wake up. Although the guy that burned his hands and dropped the turkey. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. Oof. 
You guys decide. Yurko's the tiebreaker. Oh, my God. Yurko. Yeah. Vibrator or turkey? Uh, turkey. Turkey fail. You, you, you guys, <laughs> turkey fail. Is that the winner? Because you guys like that one? Yeah, we're going to right, turkey that's fail. That's the winner. Yurko is the, the deciding factor. Yeah, tur- the ben turkey Knight's. fail. Ben Knight wins. Yeah. Today's. Today's. We got we, the we, the week we, and we, next week. You've got two weeks of this, everybody. A $200 Omaha Steaks gift card. So just send us the stories in Twitter, but make sure you use the hashtag CJHolidayFail. A couple of good ones to start the contest. I like it. Crosstalk is coming up next with Waddle and Sylvie. Christian Watson has the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. On fourth down. Rogers steps up, end zone, Watson, he's got it again. He is absolutely on fire. His seventh touchdown in the last four games, and the Packers are right back in it. It's not the first time that's happened this year. It's Watson on the end around. He can fly, and he can fly to the end zone. Touchdown, Green Bay. 